This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur who's passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you all doing? Happy Monday. By the time you are listening to this, it will be Wednesday, but I hope you all are having a great start to your week. And I want to share with you guys just like a quick little life update before diving into today's topic on binge eating while you are trying to lose weight. And the month of June has been interesting. So we're already halfway through it. And I'm sitting here feeling like I should have done more, right? That things should have gone differently, right? Uh, Personally, within my business, things like that. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, where did the month go? Right? And for part of June, I realized that I was kind of doing a lot of different things and going through different things personally. Right? Now, podcasting for me is a place to open up because I know that someone out there, no matter what it is that you're doing, if you're working out, if you're doing the dishes, if you're going on a walk whatever, and you're listening, that you can relate to it. So for part of June, you know, you guys, I was convinced that I was pregnant. There was no doubt in my mind. Uh, everything lined up in regards to timing, the symptoms that I had, um, and things like that, right? I practice FAM which is the fertility awareness method, if you're not familiar with it. Um, And it is basically a way for you to track your fertility through monitoring your cervical mucus, as well as your basal body temperature each morning, right? And I was convinced, you guys, I had every symptom in the book. Uh, And as you also know, PMS symptoms can also really relate to early pregnancy symptoms. I had been doing so much research and Googling and things like that, uh, confirming my thought, uh, even spoke to my mom about it, spoke to my husband, obviously about it. And the other day when I got my period, I was a bit discouraged, um, because at the phase that my husband and I are in, within our marriage right now, if we 
are, you know, we're not actively trying to have a baby, but if we do, then it happens, right? It, it happens and that's fine, right? So here I am gearing up for motherhood in my, in my head and getting my period and being a bit disappointed, right? So I was dealing with that for part of the month. Uh, and then also it was my nephew's birthday. So I was doing a lot of planning and, and things like that for him. I had helped my brother out with some things around his house, uh, helped him get to work one day. And the month just kind of started off by me putting my hands on a lot of different things and a lot of different things needing to be accounted for. Right. So that's a quick little life update. <laughs> I am okay. Everything is okay, but I want to share with you all that. And also we went away. We visited some family. We spent some time with my husband's siblings, which was really nice. And as we all start to just kind of get back into quote normal life pre-COVID, right? As states are opening back up, right? We're all faced with getting back to that normalcy, but maybe not wanting to go back to that normalcy, right? Um, of maybe going back to work and, and that, that rise and, and, and just getting up every day and rushing out of bed to get to work, right? Whatever it is. And I know for me, I don't want to go back to that. And COVID and quarantine has not only transformed my mindset surrounding my business, but it's impacted my, my marriage in a lot of great ways, right? And I don't want to go back <laughs> to pre-COVID life, except for the fact that gyms are open. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to happening again. But if you're finding that you're feeling that way too, I want you to know that it's okay. And I want you to know that you never have to feel like you have to go back in time because maybe that time is what you thought was better, right? What can you do right now to help make the most out of what you are going through? And how can you reframe your thoughts about your current reality and your current experiences, and on today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about binge eating while trying to lose weight. Is this normal? Is this something that just all women struggle with? And how to overcome it while you are trying to lose weight? Because there's a lot of conflicting information out there on, you know, if you struggle with binge eating, should you still try to lose weight? And the answer is very individualized. And I am coming from a place of a lot of personal experience with this matter because I struggled with binge eating from 2011 to probably very early 2017. And throughout that time, there was different phases of where I was within my fitness journey. Right? I went through various different phases throughout that time. And the first thing that I want you to know about binge eating while you are trying to lose weight is that it almost always comes from a place of severe diet restriction 
and the all or nothing mentality around your nutrition and on your weight loss goal, right? So for instance, the all or nothing mentality is something that I really used to struggle with on my weight loss journey. And I know that it's something that you struggle with too. So you feel as if your diet needs to be perfect in order for you to lose weight. And if it's not perfect, then that just means that you are so far off track that you basically are just a disgusting human being and you are not fit and you are never going to lose weight and you might as well just eat the entire pizza because you ate one slice and the cookies in your closet need to be gone now because tomorrow you're starting your diet and you don't want to have the temptation, right? That's the all or nothing mentality on your weight loss journey. And when you have that type of mentality, it's going to correlate with other areas within your fitness journey, right? So say you go to the gym and you didn't burn as many calories as you wanted to, right? You're looking at your Fitbit or your Apple Watch and you're like, damn it, I only burned 300 calories. Like that's barely a donut, <laughs> right? And you're beating yourself up because of it. Or you didn't get as sweaty as you wanted to, right? And you feel like you have to be super sweaty or sore to have a good workout. Another thing is that you are feeling like if you're not crawling out of the gym, then your workout was a waste, right? Or if you did not eat a perfectly clean day worth of eating, then that means that you're going to gain all of this weight and you're beating yourself up for having a little bit of ranch dressing on the side of your salad because that's not clean. That's the all or nothing mentality. And that is something that I really used to struggle with. Right? So when I struggled with this, I would binge eat for a lot of different reasons. The first main reason that I always did was because I restricted myself from all of the foods that I actually really enjoyed so much that I would have crazy, crazy, crazy cravings for it. Like I could not stop thinking about it. I would tell everybody about my cravings. I would post about it on Instagram at the time. I'd make light of it, but it's because I was so fixated on the foods that I really wanted, that I restricted myself from, that I told myself I was not allowed to eat, right? And that restriction would give me those crazy cravings. So when the weekend would roll around, guess what would happen? I would dive face first into all of the foods that I restricted myself from. And the next thing I knew, it wasn't just a few chips, it was three bags of chips. It wasn't just one donut, it was six donuts. It wasn't just one cookie, it was an entire sleeve, right? And I also struggled with binge eating on my, with my workouts, as I mentioned, when I wouldn't sweat enough or I didn't get uh, um, as beat up maybe as I thought I had to, to be having a good workout. And then when I ventured into powerlifting, because at the time I really compared myself to other women, when I would go on social media and see all these amazing powerlifters deadlifting 400 pounds, 500 pounds, and then here I was at what I thought was a measly 225, beating myself up for it. 
And on the way home from the gym, I would go to 7-Eleven, right? And I would find things to binge on. Wendy's was a big one. Starbucks baked goods was a big, uh, big one as well, for whatever reason. And I have very open, deep feelings around that because when you struggle with binge eating, you know the thoughts that come over your mind when you are about to binge. You know that lack of control that you feel, that urgency, that numbness. And it's like you become a different person. And it makes you feel like you can never be normal around food. And I will never forget, I believe I was at my husband's goddaughter's first birthday party. There was chicken parm. And I love chicken parm. And I sat there and I was online waiting to get food with everybody. And I said, how can everybody feel normal and like it's okay to eat chicken parm at one in the afternoon? Because here I was looking for the the nearest grilled chicken and the foods that I was, quote, allowed to eat. And I was like, how can everybody feel normal around that? Like, why do I feel like I'm better than everybody? Right? And I wasn't, of course. But you know what I'm talking about if you have struggled with binge eating, these thoughts that you have. And I want to share with you guys something that I am so tired of hearing about that people say. And so many people say, oh, well, binge eating is normal when you're trying to lose weight. Everybody does it. And I want to tell you why that stabs me in the heart of someone who has formerly really fucking struggled with binge eating has helped other women overcome their struggles with binge eating and know what it feels like to wake up the next day with your stomach so fucking bloated that you look about nine months pregnant and the puffiness of your face and the stomach fucking discomfort that you wake up and fucking feel when you have struggled with binge eating, that next day fucking feeling, I'm dropping the F-bomb a lot, but <laughs> that's what happens where I'm very passionate about something. Um, and I'm tired of hearing people say, oh, well, that's normal. Just get back on track, drink some water. And while I can say that to you too, I can tell you all of the physical things that you can do to feel better after a binge, Right? Because I'm a health professional and I know, you know, what your body needs and things like that. But I want to tell you why it's more than just telling yourself, oh, just get back on track tomorrow. And if you've struggled with binge eating while trying to lose weight, it's coming from a place of you feeling like things need to be perfect for you avoiding and numbing the feelings that you're actually feeling about yourself or your current situation with food, right? And it's coming from a place 
of feeling like you need to eat perfectly or in a certain way. And the standards that you put up for yourself in order to lose weight that you are most likely comparing yourself to, to what you see other women doing on Instagram and sharing. And you think that you need to do that too. And then that's what you start telling yourself. And then you tell yourself those things and then you do them. And then the weekend comes and the next thing you know, you just binged on Taco Bell. Right? That's how that cycle keeps happening. And that's why I want to not normalize binge eating on your weight loss goal. Right? And often talking about binge eating is fucking embarrassing. I know firsthand what it feels like to feel like you have to crawl under a blanket with the thought of possibly sharing with somebody that you love that you just binge ate six donuts and then you had some Coke with it and then you needed something sweet again so you had some more Oreos and then you needed something salty so then you finished off a bag of Doritos, right? I know how traumatizing and freezing-like feeling how that feels, right? And you don't want anybody to know that you have those struggles. Nobody knew about the struggles that I had with binge eating. There was one time where my ex-boyfriend was like, why is all of this cereal here? (laughs) Because he knew I didn't really eat, quote, cereal because quote, sugar and bad and carbs. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's for work. It's for the kids at work. Because that's when I was working with kids uh, in foster care at a group home. Right? So when you also binge eat, you're also living this whole separate secret of life to distract you from the current problem that you are having. Right? Right? And I want you to know that I know what these feelings feels like. And I want you to know that they're not normal. But that doesn't make you any less of a beautiful woman or a strong-ass woman or a capable woman because you struggle with binge eating. And I want you to know this too. I want you to know that you can overcome those struggles with binge eating and you can still lose weight. You can have both. It doesn't have to be, well, you know, I stopped binging, but I'm still really unhappy with what my body looks like, right? I don't like how I look naked. I don't like how I look in my jeans. I don't want my husband to see me naked, right? You can have both. You can overcome that binge eating and you can still lose weight. And something that I work very closely with all of my clients is helping them specifically with whatever phase they are currently in within that struggle, right? And I'm not saying that you can have to do first one thing or the other. You can have both. The way that I'm encouraging you going about doing it is in a way that suits you the best and is in a way that something is going to allow you to be able to stick to for long-term success and happiness, right? And I want you to know that it's okay to talk to other people about it. 
And that first step that you take in helping either somebody else or helping yourself to overcome that very embarrassing struggle is success and is progress and is a beautiful thing. Because then in a few years time, you're going to look back on the struggles that you had and you may want to help another woman out there overcome those struggles. And if you would have asked me six, seven years ago, after a binge of various different slices of pizza, right, that I ate because I was craving pizza. And a little, little fact here, guys, I'm going to get real and vulnerable and open with you all. I used to smoke a lot of weed <laughs> before binge eating to justify it as, oh, it was the munchies. And I used weed to kind of zone out from the current reality and unhappiness of my life at that time. This was a long time ago. right? And you can see how no matter what, we always try to mask the struggles that we're having in some type of way. right? I justified it as, oh, um, it was just the munchies. But no, I was miserable with my body, my life, my job, my ex-boyfriend at the time. And I used weed to help me not have to blame not losing weight, right? Because of binging or whatever. And if you would have asked me after those binges that I would come on here and talk to you all about binge eating and overcoming it, I really wouldn't have believed you. And I know how it feels. I know what it's like to look in the mirror and see that and know what that feels like. And feel like something is so wrong with you. Right? Wanting to share that you're struggling, but still being too afraid. Right? And that's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is a safe space for. That's what my Facebook group, Lift, Nourish, and Thrive with Julia Feliciano, is a safe space for. So that you can not only have my guidance and support to help you with your struggles, to help you learn how to overcome them and navigate them, but to also be in a group of like-minded women that are having the same struggles that you're having. Right? And are working to overcome. And something that I'm also just very tired of hearing and having women feel, and God, I know what this feels like, is that comparison on our weight loss journey. So-and-so lost 10 pounds doing keto, and I've only lost five. So-and-so lost 30 pounds in a year, and I've lost two. What the hell am I doing wrong? So-and-so is lifting 135 pounds in her squat, and I'm squatting 50. And that self-sabotage and comparison keeps us crippled, right? And we feel like we always have to be like another woman, right? And make the same progress that they are. And we feel tempted to do what they do or try what they try, eat how they eat, work out how they work out. And you can do all of these fucking things, right? But you're still going to be you 
at the end of the day, right? No matter how you try to replicate what so-and-so is doing, right? And that's why I am so passionate about wanting Lift, Nourish, and Thrive to be a community, a tribe of women who lift each other fucking up rather than tear each other down and feeling what it feels like to be surrounded by like-minded women, right? Because when we're struggling, we feel like we have to struggle by ourselves and like we have to do it by ourselves because we want to show we're that fit girl who can squat a lot of weight and she meal preps and she eats really healthy and she's super pretty. She's got a great body and she looks great in her leggings, blah, 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 blah. And we want to be that. And we want to hide the fact that we're struggling. But I can guarantee you, you're going to help yourself more and you're going to help other people by showing the real you. And I know this firsthand because when I was to struggle with binge eating, nobody knew. On my Instagram at the time, it just looked like I was like really healthy and fit and losing weight and loved lifting and working out and blah, blah, blah. And I did. But deep down, nobody knew that I also went to Starbucks after my workout and got three cookie butter bars and and demolished them on my way home. Nobody knew that. I didn't want anybody to know that. I wanted to be that fit girl, right? That's what you want to be. And it's okay to want to be that, but also really be real with yourself on what it is that you are currently struggling with and what you need to do to overcome those struggles. Be real with yourself. Be open about it. Share. Be honest. Because when you're honest with yourself, that is where the success comes from. Right? And I want to share with you all how this also relates to something that I personally have gone through over the last few weeks. Right? So within my business, I have always offered one-on-one coaching. One-on-one coaching is a more extensive, intimate, hands-on, really in-depth way of working with me, right? It is a higher investment. There is a lot of time involved. There are a lot of resources exchanged. There is a lot of help that you receive on a very intimate, in-depth basis, right? And something that I always wanted to do from the very first time I started my online business a little over two years ago was I wanted to develop a group coaching program. And I sat there in fear recently and knew that, you know, according to my business plan and what I spoke about with my business coach, that I needed to start working on some things for it. But I was scared to start doing it. Because it was different, because it was uncomfortable, because I was a little bit afraid and I didn't think it was going to be perfect. I told myself all of these stupid reasons to put off developing and launching this program because of comparison. I got really uh, caught up in comparing myself to other coaches who do similar things. Feeling like, okay, well, you know, now might not be the right time, especially when I was thinking that I was pregnant, right? And I sat there and I told myself all of the reasons why it couldn't work. 
And last night I had this realization that if I hold off on launching this program, I'm making it about me. And it's not about just me. It's about the women that I am looking to change the lives of and help. And I'm doing you a disservice by not launching the program. Because when you work with me, it's fucking life-changing. You are not going to be in the same place that you are in right now, a year from now. There's so many different transformational things that happen when you work with me. And I'm very confident to say that. Right? So by me putting off that out of fear of speaking up, fear of admitting that things weren't perfect, right? That's me doing a disservice to you and that's not what I want to do. That's not how I'm going to help millions of women one day, right? One day I want to get on a stage and hold a live event and have women come to the event to learn from me, to listen to me, right? To have that like-minded event of empowering, strong, motivated women in one room, building each other up with music and lights. And my little daughter in the corner one day with curly hair, holding my husband's hand, looking up at me, saying, hey, that's mom. That's mom. Right? And making her proud and making my husband proud and also making myself fucking proud for being able to change the lives of as many women as I want to. And if you're sitting here and you're like, I'm holding back on helping myself for all of these different reasons, right? Dig deep on why you're doing that. And what does it look like on the other side of you overcoming that? Right? So if you have that fear of getting help with your workouts, with your nutrition, with binge eating, with getting started, of learning how to work out in an effective, sustainable way to help you lose body fat and gain muscle and all of these beautiful things, right? and you're afraid because you know you need that help, what does it look like on the other side of you getting that help? Are you gonna be more miserable? Probably not. Are you gonna be happier in what you look like in your clothes? Most definitely. You're gonna have more confidence? Most definitely. Are you gonna shrivel up and die? Definitely not, (laughs) right? But I know how that fear can paralyze us but you have the power to not let it happen to you. You have the power to not let it paralyze you, right? And I want to share with you all the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive Collective. And it is my small group coaching program that will be coming out soon. And now this is for you if you are tired of Having that all-or-nothing mentality surrounding your workouts and your dieting, right? So I used to be where you are right now, right? Confused, wanting to give up, feeling like I tried everything, and that I knew so much about working out and nutrition, but something just still wasn't adding up. Something was missing, 
because I still wasn't getting the progress that I really wanted, right? So I used to do workouts that left me feeling like I was trying so hard, but not getting the results that I wanted. And I still wasn't happy with my body, and that's why I was so confused. I meal prepped. I tried to eat as clean as I could. But I was always left with such crazy cravings that made me want to raid my kitchen of whatever I could get my hands on, which really was the cause of my struggles with binge eating. And now the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive Collective is my small group coaching program that helps women end their search and struggles with weight loss so that you can lose weight, gain confidence, and lose weight without giving up foods that you love or no longer feeling afraid that you're going to fall so far off track at your family dinner, right? And having that fear of, oh my God, this meal is going to set me off track, right? Now, is this something that you're struggling with? Is this you? You're doing workouts and you're trying so hard, but you're really having trouble being consistent. You've seen some results, but you're really not sure if you can maintain them. And you're left feeling like at any moment you're going to fall off track or you're just really sick and tired of always feeling like you're starting over every single Monday. And now maybe you're doing a lot of cardio and you're playing around with weights a little bit and machines, but you're confused on the right way to lift weights to lose weight. You're worried people will judge you and you're worried about going over to that guy section in the gym, right? This is all things that I used to struggle with too. So the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive Collective is going to get rid of that confusion of what to do to work out. You're going to learn the foundations of lifting for fat loss, and you're no longer going to feel like you have to always do lots of cardio. So you're going to be more productive in the gym or with your at-home workouts for sustainable results that you're so fucking proud of, all while being able to eat the foods you love while losing weight in a healthy, manageable, and sustainable way. So my small group coaching program is meant to help you get into a consistent workout routine while giving you the most effective exercise routine, right? I am going to be in your back pocket as your coach and professional mentor to help you with your exercise form, to help teach you sustainable nutrition strategy so that you can no longer feel like you have to binge eat on your weight loss goal. You're going to overcome that. And so that you can also not have to worry if you're doing a certain exercise right or with the wrong form, right? Many women put off lifting because they're afraid of doing it incorrectly, right? So I really want you to imagine, imagine this, losing fat and gaining muscle through lifting weights and minimal cardio. I want you to imagine being more confident when you look in the mirror and loving how you fit in your clothes. Imagine not having to give up pizza, carbs, or dinner with your family in order to lose weight. And I want you to finally imagine saying goodbye to binge eating for good. Really sit there and imagine that. Right? And as I said, this program is soon going to be coming into reality. I'm super excited about it because it's something that I've always really wanted to do to help even more women on a larger, wider, beautiful scale. And if this is something that you are interested in right now, you can DM me on Instagram, Julia with two underscores 
Feliciano, or you can even drop a comment in my Facebook group, Lift, Nourish, and Thrive with Julia Feliciano on Facebook. I'm here to answer any questions or concerns that you may have. There will be more information in the next few days going out about the program, so be sure to stay tuned to my Instagram and my Facebook group to learn more. And I really hope that you were able to learn something today, you guys. It was a very passionate episode. Um, It was an episode that, once again, I did not do perfectly, right? For so long, I felt like my podcasts always had to have the perfect lighting in my bedroom, the perfect setup, the, the mic, my desk, all of this, right? But sometimes the best way to help you is to do it in an imperfect way. And this episode is coming to you right from my bed with a candle next to me, with my salt lamp on. I'm in like a dark room and I'm talking to you through my iPhone. (laughs) But those are often the best episodes that I produce. It's because they're real, they're raw, they're honest, they're genuine, of course. All of my podcast episodes are, but when I let go of that all or nothing mentality and that perfectionism, that is where the beauty and the success and the relatability, I don't know if that's a word, but whatever, I'll run with it, (laughs) comes from. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. It would mean so much for me for you to leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Share a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from today's episode are. Share with me what it is that you have learned from tuning into the podcast weekly on Wednesdays when new episodes are released. When you leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes, it allows for the podcast to be seen. And when the podcast is seen, we are able to help even more women out there understand what Lift, Nourish, and Thrive is all about. And we are able to continue to further change the lives of so many women out there. So thank you so much for tuning into the episodes, and I will see you guys next week.